Hello, my name is Jacob Schondel. I am the Webmaster and Media and Technology Committee Chair at Shepherd of the Valley. You are listening to the Shepherd Cast, which is the weekly podcast from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Sandyville, Ohio. Now, this week we were unable to record our regular Shepherd Cast like we do on Sunday mornings. So, this week we're going to try something a little bit different. Before we launched the Shepherd Cast, I recorded some test audio to make sure that we could iron out some of the details of how we're going to handle the production of the Shepherd Cast, how to work with our audio equipment, things of that sort. And when I did this, I actually came across a sermon that really hit home. And this was recorded on October 21st, 2018. Um, this sermon is just something, for the times, it is really a fitting sermon, and I thought it would be something we could share today. Now, one note about the production quality of today's audio, since we were testing this, this was before we realized we needed to have a second person helping read our psalm. You see, when we do the psalm on Sunday morning, we read it responsibly, meaning the lay reader will read about a verse or two of the psalm, and the congregation will read another verse or two, they will go back and forth. Our microphones only pick up what the lay reader says. They did not get what the congregation said really well. So, this week, uh, I really encourage you, especially now, since we didn't have the best quality on the psalm, uh, if you would like to follow along with that particular part of this podcast, in the show notes, as usual, we will be putting our Bible readings. And I strongly encourage you to go look at that psalm if you would like to follow along with that section of the podcast. Um, beyond that, though, our lay reader this week is Fred Drotliff. The sermon, of course, is given by the Reverend Scott J. Anderson. And without further ado, we would like to introduce the Shepherd Cast for this week. Good morning. Good morning. Bear with me. I didn't have to go down to the Carolinas to get my bug like Pastor did. I got a locally grown one. So our first lesson comes from the book of Isaiah, 53rd chapter, verses 4 through 12. Surely he has borne borne our infirmities and carried out our diseases. Yet we accounted him stricken struck down by God and afflicted, but he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that made us whole, and by his bruises we were healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have all turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, Yet he did not open his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like sheep that bore its shears in silence. So he did not open his mouth. By a perversion of justice, he was taken away. Who could have imagined his future? For he was cut off from the land of the living, stricken for the transgressions of my people. They were made his grave with the wicked and his tomb with the rich. Although he had not done no no violence, and there was no deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him with pain. When you make his life an offering for sin, he shall see his offspring and shall proclaim his days. Through him the will of the Lord shall prosper. Out of his anguish 
He shall see light. He shall find satisfaction through his knowledge. The righteous one, my servant, shall make many righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will allot him a portion with the great, and he will divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out himself to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and made the intercession of the transgressors. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's read responsibly Psalm 91, verses 9 through 16. <clears throat> because you have made the Lord your refuge and the Most High your habitation. No evil shall befall you, nor shall affliction come near your dwelling. For God will give the angels charge over you to guard you in all your ways. You will tread upon the lion, cub, and viper. You will trample down the lion and the serpent. I will deliver those who cling to me. I will uphold them because they know my name. They will call me and I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. Our second lesson, the epistle lesson, comes from Hebrews chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. Every high priest chosen from among mortals is put in charge of things pertaining to God on their behalf to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He's able to deal gently with the ignorant and wayward since he himself is subject to weakness. And because of this, he must offer sacrifice of his own sin as well as those of the people. And one does not presume to take this honor, but takes it only when called by God, just as Aaron was. So also Christ did not glorify himself in becoming a high priest, but was appointed by the one who said to him, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. And he says also in another place, You are a priest forever. According to the order of Melchizedek, in the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to the one who was able to save him from death, and he was heard because of the reverent submission. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered, and having been made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. Having been designated by God a high priest according to the order of of Melchizedek, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 10th chapter, beginning at the 35th verse. Glory to you, O Lord. James and John, uh, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to Jesus and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, what is it you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They replied, We are able. Then Jesus said to them, 
The cup that I drink, you will drink. And the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those to whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their rulers, lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. But whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. The Gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. And let us pray. Gracious and wonderful God, we love you. We praise you. We give you thanks. We thank you, dear Lord, for the example that you have shown for us, that pioneer and perfecter of faith, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. We thank you for his loving obedience, his humbleness, his willingness to serve. We ask, dear Lord, to instill your Holy Spirit upon us that we may also have that sense of service, that sense of love that Jesus poured upon us. We ask, dear Lord, to send your Holy Spirit upon me that I may preach your word truthfully and faithfully. In this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the 60s, uh, there was a folk song uh, that was popular and sang by uh, several uh, folks. Uh, and uh, the song was, Where Have All the Flowers Gone? And as... Um, that song uh, continues, and it's a very beautiful, cyclical, and poignant. Uh, and there is a question at the end of each uh, kind of uh, refrain verse, uh, because it kind of the refrain and verse kind of blended together there. Oh, when will they ever learn? Oh, when will they ever learn? And... Uh, I think the question is good for us, it is also good for Jesus' disciples uh, in our gospel text today, because as we have been hearing in these 8th and ninth and 10th chapters in Mark, it seems like the disciples have this inability to learn. Um, and we see that in James and John this morning. Now, remember... Uh, about a month ago, uh, we were talking ab about that song with Kenny Rogers, I Am the Greatest, and they were arguing about who is the greatest. And this occurs after Jesus, who is the greatest, was talking about how the Son of Man had to go to Jerusalem, uh, confront uh, the scribes, the elders, the chief priest, and be crucified. <laughs> 
and then raised from the dead. And as soon as they hear that, the disciples start arguing about who's the greatest. Well, Jesus gives a second passion prediction, and guess what? They're arguing about the same thing. Jesus, last week, gave his third passion prediction, saying, this is what the Son of Man is about, guys. And so what happens? James and John come up to Jesus. <laughs> and notice, uh, it's not like the game show Jeopardy. It is not in the form of a question. Teacher, give us what we want right now. Jesus, you got to love Jesus. I mean, really, you got to love Jesus. But uh, he doesn't get angry with them at all. And he says, well, what do you want? What you? And so they say, well, help us. We want to sit on your right and your left. Jesus explains, you know, this is not what it's about. You're going to have to be baptized with the baptism I have. You're going to have to drink the same drink that I'm drinking, guys. You're going to have to go through what I am going through. But to grant you, in this power and this glory trip that you guys are on, I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. It's not mine to grant anyway. Notice the reaction of the other disciples. They're mad. Why? They didn't get to Jesus first. Wait a minute, we were going to ask him that. And so Jesus has another quarrel he's got to address with his disciples. And he tries to teach them once again. The cross. This is what it's about. You know? Uh, it's what you have to do. Remember, I told you, if you want to follow me, deny yourself. Take up the cross and follow me. And so Jesus tries to explain what his mission is about. It is about love. If you recall on Monday, Thursday, that commandment you know, love one another as I have loved you. You know, that beautiful verses in John, you know, talking about how the Son is being sent into the world because God so loved the world. You see, it is love that is at the element of things. And so, as I was talking with our young adults a few moments ago, 
there is that sense here of uh, the Hard Rock Cafe uh, that really should be in every church. Love all, serve all, save the planet. Love all. Jesus said, when asked what is the greatest of the commandments, and after this multiple choice question of 613 choices, Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love is the essence of God. We hear in 1 John, uh, God is love. Period. There's no other need to go any further than that. If you want to know what love is, there is love. Love all. And that does embrace the gospel. And it embraces a challenge for all of us. Love all. Think of those words that we hear in the Sermon on the Mount. Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Those were challenging words then in Roman-occupied Middle East. But they are just as strong and they are just as challenging and just as difficult today. We need to love one another as Jesus loved us. We need to embrace that sense of love. And that love is based upon service. And again, we have some very strong readings this morning regarding that. And again, those words of Jesus really pop out at me every time I, I see this passage. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve to give his life a ransom for many. It is this loving, wholehearted serving that is there. And again, that idea of serving all. There is no exclusions. There is no um, set of oh, requirements as to who we should serve. Same thing with love. There's no requirements for it. Love all, serve all. And then when we read that passage from Isaiah, there's the fourth uh, suffering servant song in uh, the book of Isaiah. And it is normally read during uh, the services on Good Friday. And as you read those words, and I encourage you to read them again, uh, after church this morning and, and think about the cross every time you go through each of those verses. You know, by his stripes we are healed. He was wounded for our transgressions. There is a depth of love that God shows for us even to suffer for us.
even though we don't deserve it. It is in the Hebrews reading, we hear of this loving obedience, this willing service, saying yes to God, saying yes to neighbor. That really is something that we don't uphold. How many times uh, do you hear the word obedience and it's a good thing? You don't hear that connection anymore. And Jesus shows us of his obedience to the Father's will to going all the way to the cross for us. That is loving service. That is humble obedience. And those are good things. And if it wasn't for those good things, the planet wouldn't be saved. Save the planet. Uh, I like that last one in the Hard Rock uh, trilogy, so to speak. But again, when we think of this cross here, we have been redeemed. Our sins have been forgiven, obliterated. We have been saved from our worst selves. We have been given this beautiful example and loving grace. It is in the cross, through Jesus' suffering, his death on a cross, and his glorious resurrection, that the entire history of this planet has been changed. It has been completely been a redemption for us. We have been saved. We have been loved. The cross, indeed, saves the whole planet. I mean, think about it. Uh, you go to Romans 8, for example, and you will see uh, how uh, whole creation is groaning for redemption. How in Revelation 21, it is not just uh, you know, us that's saved, but there's a new earth, a new heaven, a new Jerusalem. All of creation is changed and transformed. It is in this beautiful moment that God indeed saves us. We have been saved and we will continue to be saved. Not through our actions, but through the divine love and grace of God. Our response then is to follow along. Uh, and uh, I think that maybe in a sense, I don't encourage the church of the Hard Rock Cafe, um, but uh, it is uh, to hear those words, but to see it from a biblical understanding, to see it from God's perspective, to see it through the lens of the cross. 
that we as Christians are called to love all, to serve all, and to save the planet by sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Let us go forward today in love and humble service. And all God's children said, You just heard a very special sermon from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church. We thank you for listening to the Shepherd Cast this week. If you are listening in the Northeast Ohio area, we invite you to join us for worship if you are able. Our services are Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about our worship environment at our church by visiting sotvchurch.com slash worship. We bring you this podcast every week because it costs nothing to spread God's word. However, if you do find it in your heart that you would like to support our church and its mission, we are a church in service. If you wish to support our podcast, we hope you will support us by supporting our outreach. Whether the Spirit moves you to volunteer with one of our outreach programs, or you choose to contribute to the church in another way. One way you can support our church is through the Amazon Smile program where the nonprofit of your choice can receive 0.5% of the purchase price of products sold while costing you nothing extra. You can get started by going to smile.amazon.com and searching for Shepherd of the Valley Evangelical Lutheran Church. Of course, we encourage you to keep up with our church at our website at sotvchurch.com. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SOTV Sandyville. We will be back with another message next week. Tune in then. Until then, we thank you for listening, and God bless.